Hi, this is Shannon. This is a short insight drop on comparative thinking, the fragility of ego, how to let insecurities arise, but not um, have the actions that you take in the world be influenced by them. And in that way, you can change your external world. It's one of the first videos that we recorded. The sound is not perfect, um, but you can go on YouTube and uh, see me use my hands to explain everything. Um, thanks for listening, and I hope it's helpful. Really excited to get this out there because it makes me think of the first time I really started to dig into this with another person, which was when I was on Short Mountain with my dear friend Cassidy. Cassidy is a drop-dead gorgeous, angelic, picturesque human being who um, is beautiful inside and out. And we were sitting on this gorgeous porch in this valley um, in Tennessee, and we were surrounded by a whole bunch of really beautiful people. Um, how lucky when you think about it, but in that moment in time, Cassidy was looking around, and I'm looking at my friend who is dropped at gorgeous, amazing, insightful, creative, successful, and he is feeling less than about himself because he looks around the room and he sees all these gorgeous guys with eight packs and, you know, perfect hair, perfect smiles, and he starts to feel like he's not as good. And so we started to dig into comparative thinking and I was like, you know, when you're like approaching the world that way, when we have that moment where we have that, um, what is really a real hurt, it's a, it's a, it's, it hurts when you walk into a room and you kind of look around the room and you feel less than, um, I think we've all been there, if we're real with ourselves. Um, we start to feel a little scared, start to feel like we don't stack up, and um, get very, very introverted and very, very self-oriented. Um, introversion isn't bad, but it's sort of closing down and self-orientedness where we stop being able to really connect with other people and when we're really only focused on ourselves and our shortcomings. Um, this is a type of comparative thinking where we are at the bottom of the hierarchy. <clears throat> you can have a very similar moment where you walk into a room and let's say for um, me, it's, uh, I have an MFA in poetry. I walk into a room and it's a whole bunch of junior writers who are coming for a workshop. They've never written a poem in their life. And I've got my like huge stack of hundreds of poems that I've written over the last 12 years. And I have two pieces, which I've practiced at six other venues. And I walk into the room and I think, oh, I'm hierarchical. I'm getting my sense of self from my um, ability to write poems. And here's a room full of people who, I'm, I'm gonna smoke them. And I start to feel better than everybody in the room. Again, very self-oriented, self-thinking type of a self. And very fragile. Where does the fragility come into this? The fragility comes in because if you're feeling less than, put yourself in another room where people are less than you and you'll feel great. If you're feeling great, 
with Sam in that poetry workshop and my dear friend Marie Howard. Marie Howard. Whoa, that's hard to say. Marie Howe walks in. She's an incredible poet, a mentor of mine. And all of a sudden, I had my whole sense of self coming from being the best poet in the room. Oh, here comes the best poet. She walks in. Now I feel, whoa, less than. So getting your sense of self from a hierarchical rubric, which we all do, and we all notice it more when we're feeling less than, than when we're feeling more than. Either one of those is incredibly fragile because as you change the context of the room around you, your sense of well-being either peaks or dips. And what we wanna do is avoid that because of three really good reasons. One, we want something smoother and evener. We don't want to be validated by externals. We don't want to be defined by externals. We want to bring in a superpower that comes from within ourselves, which makes wherever we go, we can look inside of ourselves and get a sense of well-being and a sense of an I'm okay identity, basically. I'm all right. And that superpower is self-acceptance. More on that in a second. So we don't want to be determined by externals, which are always changing because then you're high, you're low, you're feeling good, you're feeling bad. One thing changes and you're feeling terrible about yourself. Um, and that's not a steady, strong, you're not a lighthouse, you're a balloon floating through the sky being kicked around. You're the waves, not the ocean, right? So there's that. There's the fact that if you're in this hierarchical thinking space and you abide there and you get your sense of self-worth from feeling better than other people, you're going to have to surround yourself by people who are less than you or who you perceive to be less than you to feel good about yourself. You're going to get your sense of well-being from being surrounded by people who are less than. And so you're never really going to be able to call in a whole bunch of strong, amazing, sentient beings who are superpowered titans to surround you and teach you and model amazing things to you and rise you up. You're always going to feel comfortable, more comfortable, um, and you're going to be attracted to those spaces where you feel like you're the best in the room. And it's a terrible long game. It's a terrible long game because you don't grow. And you're going to have to date someone who you sort of feel a little bit better than. You're going to have to marry someone who you sort of feel a little bit better than so that you feel good about yourself. There's no fun in that. You marry somebody who you feel is the most amazing person you've ever met in your life, someone who you admire. So when you get out of comparative thinking, you can surround yourself with people who you admire and who lift you up. And that is one of the most amazing tribes, families, um, chosen families for you to abide in and spend time in. So we know that it's contextualized by the environment. We know that we all do it. We know this is a terrible long game. You have to sort of surround yourself by um, people who you feel better than. Um, and the third reason is this is really when you blow it out to a societal level. It's the, the beginnings of things like systemic chauvinism, systemic racism, systemic um, homophobia is one type of a person thinking they're better than another type of person. So if you don't love any of those things, which I don't know many people who do, um, and you want to do something about it, 
This is the thing inside yourself you can do. When you notice that you go into hierarchical thinking of I'm better than or I'm less than anybody in the room, you want to find a way to shift out of that. The way to shift out of that is self-acceptance. Self-acceptance is like this incredible superpower. So you, I walk into a room, I have some friends who are supermodels, and I walk into the room and I say to them, well, you are six inches taller than me, you are all wearing like $3,000 shoes and $2,000 outfits, you've had six people do your hair and seven people do your makeup, and I'm wearing a um, $20 t-shirt from threads for thought and my hair is standing up in the back and I have crooked teeth and I feel less than. The moment you feel that pain of I'm feeling less than, you want to go, oh, I'm in comparative thinking. Oh, comparative thinking is contextualizing myself by an external thing. It is incredibly fragile. It is like standing on a beach ball. You stand on a beach ball, you're taller than everybody else, but at any moment it can pop, it can fall. The room changes, you're gonna feel high, you're gonna feel low. This is incredibly choppy. This is not where I wanna get my sense of identity from. It's also limiting me in that I'm always gonna to have to surround myself with people who I feel like I'm better than to feel good about myself. What a terrible existence. I wanna be around the most beautiful, strong, amazing people in the world because I want them to raise me up and teach me. You say all that to yourself, you're like, boom, I'm in comparative thinking. Ah, let me get out of here. And then you go right into self-acceptance, self-acceptance kicks mantra's ass, self-acceptance kicks confidence's ass. It's not you just saying you're feeling good about yourself, you're feeling great about yourself, you're feeling like you're the best in the room. I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful. Think beautiful thoughts, I'm gonna attract beauty. None of that. You're gonna go, you know what? I have crooked teeth, they're not perfect. I love myself, I accept myself. I have funny hair, it stands up in the back. I have a little rat's tail here, hasn't been cut in three weeks. I accept myself. I don't have the most experience in this room. I accept myself. I'm not the sexiest person in this room. I accept myself. I have highs, I have lows. I am a rounded out human being that has had many different experiences. I have scars, I have been through things, I have insecurities, and I accept myself. I love myself. It's a complete sense of self derived from your internal self. No externals. Externals are always changing. So anything you get, your sense of self from externals, somebody telling you they love you, being better than other people, being the smartest in the room, being the dumbest in the room, whatever sense of self you're getting from an external, the externals are going to shift and change, and then you're going to be rocking and rolling all over yourself. You're not going to be able to be chill, calm, have a resource within yourself that is always there for you, consistent. Also, you're then going to have the superpower of speaking the language of overcoming insecurities and speaking the language of self-acceptance to others. Go into that room of supermodels, start to feel less than, <laughs> chill out, I accept myself and love myself the way I am, I'm different, I'm unique, I'm interesting. I walk up to one of those supermodels and I say, hi, how's your night, how are you doing? And she says, oh, I'm feeling kind of insecure because everybody in this room is wearing a $10,000 outfit and I'm not. And we both look at each other and we go, oh my God, isn't life crazy? I love your outfit. I got a thrift store. Awesome. We start self-accepting ourselves, self-accepting others. We get out of this incredibly self-oriented mindset 
and we start seeing the people around us and connecting with the people around us. We can connect with people who are amazing in our minds, who we admire, who we think are stupendous, and it doesn't make us feel less than. It makes us feel excited. Oh my God, I'm in a room with these amazing people. What can I learn? Are they gonna help me out when I'm having a tough time? They all seem so incredibly competent and experienced. If I have a tough time, I'm gonna have these people to rely on? Awesome, awesome, this is amazing. My tribe, my team is incredible. I love it. So this is the shift we wanna get into. And how do you do that shift? You realize the flaws in comparative thinking. Hold up two flowers, one's tall, one's short, one's orange, one's yellow. Which flower is better than the other flower? We could never say. We could never, ever say. We could never say this type of flower has more value than that type of flower when you drop in when you drop in, right? You might charge more for roses, but can you really say it's better than a dandelion? Really? No. No. When you drop in. Yeah. So we want to shift our sense of self when we're feeling better than others, when we're feeling worse than others. We want to shift away from a hierarchical sense of self to a self-acceptance, which accepts to the flower teaching, there's nobody who's better or worse than anybody. You all have strengths and weaknesses. You accept yourself, you love yourself. And then when you're loving yourself, you're less self-oriented actually, because you're not thinking, I'm less than, I'm less than, I'm less than, I'm the worst, I'm the worst. You're not looping in this victim narrative, which is incredibly pointed inward. Or I'm better than you, I'm the strongest in the room, I'm the best basketball player, I'm the best whatever poet, I'm the best um, most beautiful, tallest, strongest, you stop kind of being totally self-oriented. You drop into a more authentic reality, which is that nobody's better than anybody. We all have our strengths and weaknesses. You become a more authentic person who can look out in the world and then see and interact with others and connect with them, which is really beautiful. So that's another boon of getting out of comparative thinking is that all of these people who you're feeling better than or worse than, you can stop feeling better than or worse than them and start making friends with them and connecting with them from an authentic place by accepting yourself and accepting them, um, which is really nice, right? <laughs>